Welcome. This is Pastor Danny with Word of Faith Family Church in beautiful Lander, Wyoming. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I pray you will be energized and strengthened as you listen to God's Word. I was allowing the enemy to control my life by what I was deeming as, well, it's reasonable for me to take these hurts. It's not right. No, no. No, the higher road says, no, I choose to walk in the love of God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to make their problem my problem. I have a little saying that I say, you've probably heard me say it before, don't get in the way of their harvest. There's a harvest on anything that's done. And, uh, and uh, you know, if, that's, if they're sowing those seeds like that, don't get in the way of their harvest. Pray for them, praise God. Bible talks about, you know, loving people and those who despitefully use us. There's uh, the enemy would love to get in there. I don't know why I'm going this way today, but hallelujah. I think it's a, you know, I mean, I think we all need to just stay on our toes about things like that. Because it's real easy, it can be very subtle and come quickly if we're not careful and, and, and come in and next thing you know, we've let it control our life. Kind of like the Hatfields and McCoys kind of thing. But praise God, we're learning, we're growing to rise above that, amen? Hallelujah. I just refuse to be the, en- the puppet's enemy, uh, the, uh, the, the enemy's puppet, praise God, and uh, I'll, I'll do what my father wants me to do. Hallelujah. And I'll walk in love. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, God's good. He's faithful. I said he's faithful to his word. Hallelujah. And so if there's something that's, uh, that's going on, just get it under the blood. Praise God. Say, Lord, you deal with them. They're not my problem. That's why he said to roll the whole of those cares over on him because he cares for us. He loves us dearly, praise God, and has a good plan for our life. And he needs us to be, step up and be who he's called us to be, praise God. And you know, it's just not going to hold water for us to stand before him and say, well, God, I would have, but. No, but this person or that person or this happened or that person. No, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We're growing. We're learning. Amen. Hallelujah. God's faithful. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I said he's faithful. Hallelujah. Praise God. A lot of things going on here at the church and uh, things just stirring in my spirit and you just got to follow him. So, um, you know... um, uh, G.J., uh, do they have? <laughs> Did you get the one, the, the summary? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, we talked about our vision. We're going to begin to keep it before everybody. And just when we got started off on the first one, we, uh, it, it really drew attention some things that we needed to change a little bit, not, not to take away from, but there were some redundancies and just the order that was in made it a little bit confusing. And so we kind of went back, took it, and began to, uh, uh, to go through it and begin to set it up so that it's uh, clear to understand. So um, we're going to be uh, um, putting the revised one up on our website, uh, or, or, but the main thing that we're going to keep before e- each and every person is the summary of it because it helps us to understand really good. So the summary of it is this, number one, strong foundation, number two, strong life, number three, strong families, number four, shining light. So broken down basically into four different categories. And so, uh, go ahead and run that. And so, uh, the first one is a strong, uh, strong foundation. 
We teach and train believers. Hopefully it'll stay in there long enough. Or Yeah, you can pause it there. Okay. We teach and train believers. We learn to apply God's Word. We keep God's Word first place. Under that, we're rooted, ground. How do we do that? So let me say this. A strong foundation is our vision. How do we, we get there? We teach and train believers. We learn to apply God's Word, and we learn to keep God's Word first place. Through that, we're rooted, grounded, and established in God's Word. We learn who we are in Christ Jesus, and we are to be filled with and led by the Holy Spirit. This is our, our mandate, praise God, all right? So that's the, the first one. The second one is strong life. We're to become mature believers. How do we do that? We operate proficiently in foundational biblical principles. Those foundation biblical principles um, that we talk about is faith and righteousness and love and healing and, and prosperity and all those things that are our foundations. Um, and, and, and we do that because we operate, if we know them, then we know how to operate proficiently in these foundational biblical principles. And through that, we live a victorious life. And we know our covenant rights and privileges, and we stand firm in spiritual warfare. How many of you know spiritual warfare definitely has a place? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, works of darkness of all kinds. Third, uh, thirdly, then we have uh, we, we strong families. That's our, our third vision summary. And how do we do that? We reach out. Uh, we reach all generations. We don't want to just, you know, major on one or another from the very youngest to the very oldest, praise God. We keep God's Word through doing this. We keep God's Word first place in our homes. So that's where it starts, right? In our homes. We serve God together, and our homes are to be havens of love, joy, and peace, praise God. All right? Then fourthly, we're to be shining lights. We're, we reach out to the community and abroad. We shine our light abroad. We share Jesus and make disciples. We teach others how, how they can live and whatnot. We're examples in our community, and we bring others to Christ. So basically, in a nutshell, this is our, our vision, uh, and this is a summary of our vision. Our, our, our vision is a little more lengthy, but again, it is four paragraphs, some of them larger paragraphs, but to help understand, we broke these bullet points out in here. So today, uh, the, 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 the one we want to uh, major on just a little bit is the strong foundation. Through that, we teach and train believers, all right? How do we teach and train believers? We, we do that. If you notice, that's what we do. You know, when we gather here on Sunday mornings, we get together on Wednesday nights, our Bible study. And by the way, we started a new Bible study this last week, and we invite everyone that can to come. It's been, it's already starting off really good. So anyway, um, so we teach and train believers, and not, what do we teach and train believers to do? We learn the Word of God and how to apply that Word in our life. You know, it's great to, to know and to learn the Word of God, and, and you know, maybe quote Scripture, maybe you can quote a lot of Scripture. But are you actually applying it in your life? Do you have it broke down to where it's applicable in your everyday life? When you go to work, when you go to the grocery store, when you get together with your families and friends and whatnot, is that word being applied uh, in your surroundings, praise God? And so that's what we, we, we pray that when you leave a Sunday service and when you, we get together and you leave this, that you have a little more of that and know how to apply that in, in, in your own life. So this is something, this is our vision that we want to see done. We keep God's Word first place, regardless of what's going on in our lives around us, or in the world around us, or in our government, or anywhere else, we learn how to keep the Word of God first place. Sickness tries to come along, and I'll tell you this, you're right now, you know, they're saying that, that there's been a lot of uh, junk going around about, well, you know, here we go, or second round of, of this COVID, different, you know, blah, 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 all to try to get fear, you know, uh, the mandates and everything to try to, don't you give in to any of that, and hopefully you got what I wrote on the newsletter this week. Did everybody get that? Everybody get that yet? 
Oh, it's going out tomorrow. Okay, well, you will tomorrow then. Um, one part of it that I talked about on there is don't give in to fear. Don't get into fear. I remember when, when COVID hit, first hit and come around, I heard the Lord speak to me, and he said there'll be more people die of, co- uh, of fear than of COVID itself, fear. That what I've greatly feared has come upon me, Job said. And that's, that's what he began to experience. Because we, we talked about, and, and we'll get into a little bit more this week, that's why I've been the last couple of weeks been teaching on faith, because fear is a type of faith. It's an, in the negative. It's, it's, it's you keeping it before you constantly, and then it begins to turn into the faith in that. Fear is the same way. The enemy would love to get us into fear and just seeing it over and over and over again until we begin to believe it and begin to go after that. We cannot get into fear. I'm telling you, God's Word must be first place in our lives. So regardless of what comes along or what tries to be uh, um, uh, said or done, I am just use, was using this as, as, as one illustration. Many things, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, Man, it's, we've come too far. We can't go back in this nation. I refuse to, 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 to side with that because I know God is a restoring God, praise God. I've seen him restore in my own life. I've seen restoration come so quick and make your head spin. Hallelujah. So don't ever say something's gone too far. To, you know, I, I'm telling you, when God's involved in it, he's a miracle-working God, praise God. Amen. And get into faith, keep your faith there, praise God. And you've got to keep in situations like this, you must, you and I must keep the Word of God first place. You know, you may have received, a, uh, you may even receive a death sentence from the doctor. Well, that's not a death sentence from God. God's a life giver, praise God, amen. And that can be turned around just as quick, glory to God, amen. If you make, let God's Word be first place. Choose to believe the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's a part of our vision. It's something that we want, we want done. As you attend here, you'll see this is a part of, of things that we do. We, we teach you to keep God's Word first place, final authority, everything that we do. Regardless of what, what is said or, or what's done around us, it's what God's Word says that, the, 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 that matters. Amen. How do we do that? We're rooted and grounded and established in God's Word. That happens over time. It doesn't happen by coming to one service here. It comes by, uh, you know, attending. When, when the doors are open, you attend, you hear the Word of God being taught, you feel the presence of God in demonstration. He speaks to your heart some things and you know uh, to work on, and then you begin to go to work on those things. You open your Bible and you spend continually time in the Bible. That's why we've given you a reading plan, and we pray that you're still sticking with that, praise God, as best as you can. If not, go back and catch up on some things, but that's one purpose of that reading plan there is to keep that Word, help you to have a, a, a way to move forward, praise God, in your study, your everyday study of that. So, again, keeping it before you on a continual basis. We learn who we are in Christ Jesus. This is, you hear me talk about, you hear us talk about this a lot who we are. Paul talked about it much. We talked about, we just finished the series on uh, the Damascus Road. Talked about, Paul talked about who we are in Christ, in Him, in whom, and, and who we are in Him. We're more than conquerors, praise God. We've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We're above and not beneath, praise God. Amen. We, we walk in faith and uh, we don't walk by sight. We walk by the Word of God that's real. It begins to produce results in our life. And so we begin to learn who we truly are. We're not a nobody or a nothing. No, we're royalty, praise God. We're part of the royal family. God loves us, has a great love on us, praise God. We're valuable, we're precious, we're special and important to Him. God values us dearly. Hallelujah. So we begin to learn who we are in Christ Jesus. Very, very important. And then we are... Um, to be filled and led by the Holy Spirit. We talk about this much, the importance of, of, of not only being filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And, and, and if you'll notice that that's one area that the enemy fights a lot and, 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 and he makes an emphasis out of the tongues instead of after the power. It's about being filled with the power. The speaking in other tongues is just a product of that, an overflowing 
It's an outward sign of what's on the inside. But as we pray in the Spirit, we pray in other tongues, we speak in, in tongues, we, we glorify God in our prayer language. Is my batteries going? Hallelujah. I thought I'd just put some new ones in it. Hallelujah. Bear with me just a minute. Yeah, it's flashing. Uh, then we begin, we begin to learn uh, uh, through our heavenly prayer language. Sorry about that. There we go. You should have me good. Good, good. He's got a little strength meter back here. He can tell when I'm getting weak. I mean, the mic's getting weak. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Present for you. We'll spend them all in one place. Uh, as we uh, learn, we know that uh, um, Romans, the eighth chapter, talks about for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, are the sons of God. In other words, that's the protocol for a person that's filled with the Spirit is to be, expect to be led by the Spirit. Amen. And uh, uh, I was along that topic. I heard somebody uh, talking the other day, and he says, he says a lot of people wonder what, what, the, what the heart, uh, where the heart of man is. He says, I'll tell you where the heart of man is, is where your desires are at. Now, I thought on that a little bit, but no, that doesn't, that doesn't. He says he'll give you the desires of your heart, but that doesn't tell you where the heart, your heart's your spirit. It's the inside of mankind. It's the spirit that God put in man. And so through the heart of man or through our spirit on our in, inside, we are led. Our, nat- our recreated human spirit is led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit communicates with our spirit, Right? It's the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that spirit. It's just like that spirit of life that God breathed into man when mankind was born. The Bible says that God breathed into man and man became a living a living soul. And really, when you go back to the original translation, it says, and man became a speaking spirit. Number one, we're a spirit. Number two, we're, ma- we're supposed to be speaking. That's what God, how he's created this earth. That's how he done things. You look all through scripture. He, he done things. He spoke that into existence. Well, praise God, we're made and created his image and his likeness. We're to speak out of, that, out of our spirit life, praise God, and we create. And so um, through being filled with the spirit, we expect to be led by the spirit. We expect to be led by Him. We don't expect to make mistakes. We don't expect to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. We expect to be at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, praise God. Amen. With the right people. We're led to do that. And we should expect His leadership in that. Hallelujah. That's a part of who we are. That's what we we, we teach here is you and I are children of the Most High God. He wants to lead us and guide us. We're His ambassadors here on this earth to do what He needs done, and we can't get there if we don't listen to Him and take His lead on it. We get off on our own tangents, and and this is coming along the next bright and shiny thing, and we're headed, headed that direction. No, when we're led by Him, we're at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's a good place. And people look at us how come that good's always happening to you? Because you're right there to get it, because you're right there to be where the, under, right under the spout where the glory's poured out. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to turn that cool down just a little bit. I see some people. Shivering a little bit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right. So that's basically our summary. We're to be filled with and led by the Holy Spirit. That should be our, our, our standard protocol. Praise God. Before you go out the door. Yes, ma'am. Let me, hang on. Let me give you a mic because those online can't hear. Hallelujah. 
Fly, fly, fly. Okay, you said there's okay. a picture. There is a picture in the, um, in the hallway in that gray in the other side of this wall. And uh, talking about being in the right place at the right time. Uh -huh. Two days ago, we went to Rock Springs to get a piano. And we got there, and as soon as we got there, this lady, it was like the love of God was like impregnated in our hearts. And um, we started talking to her, and all of a sudden, she just started broken, uh, breaking down in tears. And she said, you don't know the situation I'm going through. She's going through a divorce, and she's going through really rough times. And she's like, I just feel like God keeps coming my way, reminding me of his love for me. And um, she gave us that picture. So every time you go through the hallway and you see that picture, just bless that lady. Praise Name God. is Bonnie. But it, it was like, I told her, I said, I know now why we came all yes. the way from Linda. Yep. It was just on assignment. Yep. We came for two assignments, to get yep. a piano and to bless you. And Praise we pray God. over her life. She's, she's never heard um, Psalms 51, and I start quoting some stuff from that Psalms. And she, she is from an LDS church, mm -hmm. and she grabbed that. She looked in her Bible app, and she signed, and she said, I'm going to be digging into that. Praise so, God. you know, it's, it's so true. We are yep. at the right place at the right time. Praise God. Well, get her our, uh, our link so she can watch with us. And service and stuff there. So thank you for just obeying the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Amen. And it's, it's imperative that we do that so that God is able to minister, which, which really when we're doing that, all of a sudden what happens, that takes us down to that last uh, on the vision sh summary, shining as lights. We begin to shine as lights. We begin to reach other people. And what's really cool about it, when you're really led by the Spirit of God, the most of the time you don't even realize it till it's actually happening. You don't see it happening ahead of time. You, you heard the story, you know, I told about when I went up to Canada that time, four of us went up there and walked into that fishing lodge and, and all that thing was such a mess and, and they stopped me and said, uh, uh, we want to talk to you. They could have asked anybody, but they didn't ask me. And the Spirit of God was leading that. And I knew well, as soon as I get back there and they're talking about all the problems and, and I led them to the Lord, praise God, and prayed with them, it was like, man, I'm right in the middle of just a, a supernatural thing right here and didn't even realize that I was being led. That was the whole reason I went on that fishing trip, it wasn't to catch fish. Well, it was to catch fish, but fishers of men, praise God, amen. And, uh, but you don't, that's what's really cool when you... Learn who you are in Christ Jesus. You're filled with the Spirit. You expect to be led by His Spirit. You're at the right place, doing the right things with the right people. Isn't that good? Praise God. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for this life. So thankful, praise God. So thankful to know the enemy has nothing, no place in me. You know, Hallelujah, Lord, you're going to have to help me get here today. Praise God. I want to cover some things, a lot of things going on. But you know the, uh, you, you know the story of uh, when I had to make my emergency landing here two years ago out on the highway at night. And uh, uh, first time ever had an uh, a, uh, emergency procedure, uh, you know, I had to follow in an airplane. And uh, knowing that, okay, I'm going to have to set this plane down in the dark, which, uh, you know, I didn't think too much about it. I got a landing light, you know, I can get it out here on the highway, got it no problem. But then when the engine blew, oil went all over the windshield and no forward visibility. So now it's like, okay, now you're landing at night pretty much blind by the seat of your pants. If you've ever been around pilots, you hear that term, flying by the seat of your pants. That's what that means. You're flying by, more by feel and by knowledge, by, by how you've been trained. But there was never a fear. I, I refused. I, one time it tried to come in, and I said, no, I refuse that. I don't have time for that. I got very busy in the cockpit. I just had time to text a quick text out to Pastor Nancy and said, pray, I've lost, uh, uh, lost my engine. And I don't even think I said I'm going to have to make an emergency landing, but that's pretty self-evident. 
And, uh, but uh, uh, I talked when I did that, uh, the, the, the interview with uh, Pep on that, one thing I talked about is your life, you got to know the things are right in your life. You don't have time to, oh, get everything under the blood. No, you should be living that way, living right. So the enemy can't get his hand in any way. Hallelujah. No, I refuse to allow the enemy's hand in my life. If there's something that you're doing that's opening the door to the enemy, I keep going back to this. Uh, Something, I don't know. But just stop it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's not worth it. There might be a time like you was, and I was in that airplane going down, and I had to know I had pled the blood of Jesus over that plane. I, I had declared I will land this plane safely in Jesus' name. And that's exactly what happened. And uh, But I knew I had a right to that because the enemy couldn't touch me. I mean, he couldn't get his hand in. I knew if anything happened, I'd go on to glory, no big deal. But I'm not going to go, I'm not going to give up something before the, before the work's finished that the Lord wants to do. Because that's my portion that God says, I've called you to be an ambassador, now you, you do what I've called you to do. Hallelujah. But I knew I'm not saying that to put a pin on my chest, you understand. I'm just saying it to, to say, thank God I knew there was a, such a great peace in that knowing the enemy had no place in me. And we have to endeavor to live our life that way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Like I said, I wasn't planning on going this way, but it's just uh Hallelujah. I think we need to be reminded of it anyway, because uh, if we're led by the Spirit of God, now now just in the leadership in that, let me tell you how that worked. So I was getting ready to go, and I knew that it would probably be about dark or dark before I got back, and uh, my grandkids, Michael and Kendra, three, wanted to go along on the flight with me that night, and I just... I said, you know, guy, I mean, normally I just, well, sure, you can go with Grandpa. But it was just, no. I said, oh, honey, I said, it'll be getting dark by the time we get back. I said, uh, I don't think, we'll, we'll do it another time. Let's, let's not now. They were okay with that. Well, I'm thankful that they wasn't into the cockpit because they would have been distractions. And, and, and I needed every bit of attention that I could give to every little thing. And if you've ever flown, you know, and especially if you have an engine out, everything, you know, that was evolved around that required, you know, my utmost attention on everything, my, the feeling, the seat of your pant feeling, you know, I had to feel for the ground effect when I was coming into ground effect, looking at my charts to make sure there was no highline wires or anything and on and on. I mean, just a a hundred different things going on, keeping my airspeed just right, making sure I was lined up where I should be and all that. And then, uh, and then just seeing the, the hand of God that when I went back later, and there's my tracks where I'd landed in the bar ditch and went right up on the road. I had no idea. I thought I was on the road to begin with. Because when I hit the first delinear post on my right wing, I thought, okay, I'm on the right. And then the next delinear post on my left wing, I thought I was going down the middle of the road. But where I was at is I hit... I was off the road far enough that I hit the first delinear post off on the left side of the road with my left wing, went right up on the highway, and then hit the next one with my left wing. And didn't shoot across, but went, when you look at the, the picture, uh, they're uh, just going right up on the highway and right down the middle of that bridge at the end. I, if I'd have been left five, six foot, I would have smacked the end of that bridge in a tin can, still going 35, 40 mile an hour, that wouldn't have been good. Or if I'd have been left how I landed in the bar ditch, I'd have went right down into a 30-foot straight drop-off down into Twin Creek. That wouldn't have been good, 30, 40 mile an hour at least, because that was pretty close to the end of my flight, but I still uh, still had some momentum pretty good there. Because when I landed, I was still probably doing about 
80, 80, 85 mile an hour, you know, when you first touch down, maybe even 90. But, uh, you know, God directed that plane right down the middle. I didn't know that bridge was even there, but the Holy Ghost did. And I was just feeling the plane a little bit. It'd get a little bit squirrely and just keep it straight, keeping it straight. And I could look out, the, I could see off of my left wingtip the light a little bit. I could see little bits of uh, sagebrush as I was going by. Oh, yeah. So this is my, this is my right landing gear. So just right up in front of that stick stake right there a little ways, actually, yeah, just right in front of this uh, stake. It, well, you can even see it laying right there on the ground. That was the first linear post I hit. Uh, that's the delinear post. I hit it right there. So that was just inside. That was between my right wing, uh, 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 landing gear and the cockpit on the wing, right in front of my fuel tank. Hit right there, took that out. And so I thought that I'd hit a delinear post over on the other side of the highway. Because I couldn't see any of this. It was dark and oil all the front. And I couldn't see nothing. And so then I came up. You guys are good. Lynn, finding these. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you can't see it in this picture, but like on my phone, if you zoom in, right where I'm headed, clear down there is the bridge that I went right, came right up on the highway and right down the middle of that bridge. If I'd have been left right here, I'd have went right down into Twin Creek, like I said, about 30 foot straight down. But God guided that plane right up there. I'm telling you, it wasn't my doing. But that's, that's what will happen. When the enemy can't get to you. This is where I hit the first delineate post right there. With that. I'm thankful. Like I said, you don't have time to start getting stuff. Oh, Lord, forgive me for this. Forgive me for that. No, you live your life that way. Sometimes you may think I'm, I'm stern or maybe a little hard. It's about things. It's because this is my life. It's not about anybody, not against. It's like I refuse to allow the devil to have any part in me or in my family. This is serious business, guys. Hallelujah. We serve a good God. We serve a good God, praise God. And he's faithful. I said he's faithful. Just give him thanks. Father, we just give you thanks for your faithfulness, Lord. Your faithfulness is everlasting. Thank you, Lord, that you love us so much. You've got such a good plan for our lives. Hallelujah. Oh, we're so thankful. The devil has no place in us. We're more than conquerors through you, Lord, that loves us so much. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful for his goodness? Hallelujah. He's our father. I said he's our father, praise God. Amen. All right. How much time we got? <laughs> Fifteen minutes. All right, we can do this. Turn to Romans. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm not bouncing around. Just I'm purposely... Covering things that the Lord, uh, hallelujah. So that's an illustration of the leadership of the Holy Spirit. He leads us, he guides us, praise God. But we've got we've to uh, do what he tells us to do. We gotta, there's a, a part about keeping our life hid in him. 
It's not messing around. I'm telling you, we're valuable and precious and special and important to him. He has a good plan for our lives. And there's things that we've got to do ourselves. We can't just do whatever we want to do, live how we want to live, and expect God's blessings and the enemy to stay out of our lives. We keep the door shut to him. Amen? We keep the door shut. Praise God. So we've been talking about faith. Well, hold your place right there. Go over to, uh, huh? Romans, we're going to go to the fourth chapter, but hold your place there. And then uh, turn forward to Hebrews chapter 11. That's where we started. Um, and Hebrews 11, verse 1, starts out, now faith is. Everybody say, now, now. faith is. So that's how uh, Romans 11, 1 starts out. We learned that, that uh, we can tell if we're in the faith or not. Because we can tell if we're in the now or whether we're just down the road. Well, someday, well, guess what? You're not in faith. Well, one of these days, no, there's no faith there. Faith is now. Faith commits. Faith says right now. Faith doesn't say, well, one day, uh, you know, I'll be blessed. No, faith says I am blessed of the Lord right now, praise God. Well, it may not look like it. Well, it doesn't matter. We're declaring what God's Word promises to us, and it has to show up, praise God. Well, someday I know I'll be healed. No, 2,000 years ago, Jesus took those stripes in his body on the tree. It's in the bank. It's ours now. It's up to us to receive that healing now. As I said before, he's, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. It's a finished position. He's not going to get up and come and heal us. He's already healed us 2,000 years ago. It's ours. Our part is to receive the finished work that he's already did. Hallelujah. Amen. So faith receives it now. Everybody say now. now. Faith, is. faith is. Faith is right now. It's not down the road, praise God. Faith is now. Now faith is. Faith is what? It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence or the title of deed of things not seen. I talked about how when I bought my first airplane, how that uh, I bought it and had it for a couple of months, uh, or had the paperwork to it. It was mine, my signature, I mean, my name was on it, everything, but I had never even laid eyes on it yet. But I told people about my plane, but I had never seen it yet, but I had the title to it. It was mine, praise God. Amen. And so, faith grabs a hold of those things that's not seen and brings them into the seen realm. Always remember this, faith is the currency of heaven here on earth. I'm going to say that again. I said faith is the currency of heaven here on earth. It's how heaven operates. And, and as believers, as spirit beings that we are here on this earth, how do we operate? We operate in the spirit currency, faith. Just receives, believes those things that God said is true and receives them. It's the confidence of what God said he would do. The confidence of what God said is true. Hallelujah. Simple as that. Well, God says it's mine. Well, guess what? It's mine. Well, yeah, what? No, no, there's no what ifs. What about? No, no, it's God's not a man that he should lie. Hallelujah. He cannot lie. Amen. And so faith just receives that. Well, uh, yeah, but I can't see it right now in my natural eyes. So does that change God's word? Not one teeny bit. And so it brings it into reality, into the natural, where we can, to the seen realm, out of the, from the unseen realm into the seen realm, faith brings it in, praise God. It, so faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And we talked about all the things by faith, uh, all the places in there, just chocked full of them. You see all my yellow in there, those are all by faith, by faith, by faith. Of, 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 of what happened by faith. Now, go back to uh, Romans, the fourth chapter, and we're going to begin reading here. Uh, we're going to go through this pretty fast. Um, let's start at uh, verse 16. 
Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise. <coughs> excuse me, and I'm reading this out of the. <coughs> excuse me, I'm reading this out of the King James. I read it out of other translations, and I personally just like the way the King James puts this specifically. This because this is how I learned it. And to me, some of the other translations kind of almost take away from some of it. I'm, I mean, if it helps you understand it, that's great. To me, it, it confuses it a little bit. But anyway, so I'm just, I'm just saying for me, I'm reading this out of the King James today. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but that which is also, which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. And so if you read, if you, we're not going to do it for sake of time, but you back up and you begin to read about the law, the, the circumcision that, took, the, the, that had to uh, be in place. You, you, you begin to see, he talks about through the law that these things were. But then when Jesus came, what happened? He brought grace in. The grace of God came in. It wasn't, well, you have to do it this way, Sherry. It has to be. No, the law is written in our heart now. It's not man's laws that's written down. It's by the grace of God that he works with us now through those laws in our heart. We want to do them. It's not something we have to do. And if we miss it, we have to uh, 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 have sacrifices and everything else. No, now he works with on the inside of the heart of man. Remember, he said, I'm going to do a new thing. I'm going to begin to write my laws on your heart. And so we walk around, and uh, we're walking around through life, and all of a sudden we go to do something, and, and, and it's not right, and the Holy Spirit on the inside, we know we shouldn't be doing that. Well, who said you couldn't do it? wasn't the law said you could no on the inside we knew we shouldn't do that because that's not what me as a born-again believer as a child of God a covenant child would do hallelujah right so he says so therefore it is of faith as it is written I have made thee a father of many nations God did before him whom he believed even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Now always remember, it's calling those things that be not as though they were, not calling those things that were as though they're not. It's a huge difference there. So in other words, we don't go around saying, I'm not sick. What we do is go around saying, I am the healed of the Lord. See, we're not denying what's there. A lot of people get this mixed up and go, oh, I'm not sick. And it becomes basically positive thinking or positive speaking or whatever, but it has no teeth to it. You have to do what God's Word says. Amen? Faith calls what's already done. It's be not here in the natural. It may not, maybe healing may not be manifested in my body, but it's, it's provided for us. So we take that healing and say, I am the healed of the Lord based on what God has already done. Jesus did 2,000 years ago on the cross for me. By his stripes, I was healed. If I was healed, I am healed, praise God. So faith calls those things that in the natural be not as though they are because they are in the spirit realm already mine. We don't go around saying, well, I'm not sick. Well, it's pretty obvious you are or whatever. But at the same time, you don't go around saying, I am sick. You say, I am the healed of the Lord, praise God. Amen. I am blessed. If, you, if, if poverty is trying to push its way on your life, you don't go around saying, well, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't have any, any money or anything. What do you say? I am blessed of the Lord. God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Well, it may not look like it in the natural. It will soon. Because I'm hooking my faith up with something that already is, praise God, and it has to manifest. Now we're about to see the example of that right here through Abraham and Sarah, right? So he says, um, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to what which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. So remember, God says, I'm going to cut a covenant with you. 
you're going to be the father, I've called you to be the father of many nations. Now here he was, getting up there in years, and God says, you're going to be the father of many nations. What? Well, what God says goes. Now it was up to his choice to believe it, and because he chose to believe it, God says, I'm going to cut a covenant, I'm going to work with you, and I'll work with your lineage, I'll work everybody that comes along after you. I recognize your faith in such a manner that this is the type of faith that your seed is going to walk in. How many of you remember the little song? Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right? Well, where did it come from? Right here. The faith of Abraham. How Abraham chose to walk in faith. Because against hope, he believed in hope. Against all the circumstances. Verse 19, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. We'll stop there just for a little bit. goes on, but this is a big key. Yeah, but I don't feel it. No, he didn't consider his own body. Regardless of what it looked like, his own body was telling him, you're not going to sire any children at your age. But what was God's promise? You will. And he did. Because he chose to not to consider his body, but to consider what God said. See, this is the example of faith, the confidence of what God said he will do. That's a brief description of faith. It's so easy to get, to understand. God, you said it. Doesn't matter what else is saying. Don't consider those, the negative. Don't consider what it looks like in the natural. Consider and give the thought and give place to what God said and have your confidence in that, and then that's the way it's going to be. So God's using this as an illustration now of children of Father Abraham. This is the way you and I are supposed to be, just like Abraham did. He considered not his own body. And... And, and, and because of it, it was recorded that he was not weak in faith. So if he's not weak in faith, apparently he was strong in faith. So if you want to know how to be strong in faith, look at Father Abraham. He gave us the example. He considered not his own body now dead. He considered that not. When he was about 100 years old. Neither did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. Oh, so there was a double whammy he was up against. But faith, he over, overcame both of them. Hallelujah. Well, guess what? If he did, we can too. So he didn't consider what it looked like in the natural. He considered what God's promises was. So he staggered not. Everybody say, staggered not. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith and in that giving glory to God. God says, I can work with that. That's what he says in our life when we choose to do the same thing. I can work with that. Hallelujah. So what's the situation that you may be facing or that has come up that's trying to talk to you like that fig tree said, you're not going to get any figs from me. And Jesus talked back to it and says, oh, no man will eat fruit you hereafter. You're going to weather from the roots and die, and that's exactly what happened. So what's that situation in your life, the mountain that needs to be moved? Consider not. Consider not the negative. But I believe, Lord, what you said. And I'm not going to stagger at that. I'm not going to back off of that. Those promises are yea and amen. They're mine. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And then again reaffirms and being fully persuaded. That which we, what God had promised, he was able also to perform. 
So how many times, being not weak in faith, against hope he believed in hope, being not weak in faith he considered not his own body or the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God and being fully persuaded. Basically saying the same thing over and over and over again. This is a description of Abraham's stand of faith and is describing to us how we're supposed to stand the same way. Hallelujah. So what is it that you need to put your faith up against? What mountain is it that you need moved? Did you speak to that mountain and say, no, you have to leave. You have to go in Jesus' name because God's promise is bigger than that. And then be fully persuaded. Don't consider the option, well, but I could compromise and do this. No. No room for compromise with him. God's able to well stand on his own what he said he meant it. Praise God. Hallelujah. I bring that cool. It's starting to get pretty chilly again. Men, turn it down a little more. Thank you, Lord. All right? Let's everybody stand. That's enough for one day. Praise God. You feel like you've been to church? You got, got something good that you can take and think on and pray, chew on for a while? Praise the Lord. Get some results on. Apply them. Hallelujah. God's Word's always good fresh. But you got to keep yourself in the Word. you got to keep it before you, praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Karen, it's coming. The promises of God to you are coming. Quicker than you think. I don't even know exactly what that means. You may not either say, Lord, what what are you talking about? I just heard him say, those promises are coming to you quicker than you think. Because of your stand, because of your decision to not turn around and back out, but to go forward, those things are going to begin to show up in your life. You watch it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Quicker than you think. And you just say, oh, that was God. Oh, they were, that was God. Oh, that was God. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he's goodness and he loves you. But you had a part to play in that. And you're playing your part. Praise God. It's the same way with us. You know, regardless of what it looks like, God's promises are yes and amen. Period. No buts attached. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I'm just choosing to go higher with him. Praise God. Just more, more of him, more of his goodness. Praise God. I'm telling you, he loves us so much. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, we can go on to the next series now, clean. Praise God. Not today, not, you know. But I just, I told Pastor Michael, I said, I, I, I got to get through this. There's something that the Lord wants me to minister. It's a, we called it our bread and butter. If you go online to watch it again or whatever, the, our bread and butter. It's, it's our bread and butter of where we live. It's a currency of, of heaven here on this earth. It's who we are. It's, it's how everything else evolves around. And then what cracks me up is when you hear people say, oh, you're one of those faith people. I want to say, you mean you're not? You can't please God outside of faith. You will never walk in the blessings of God outside of the faith of God, the God kind of faith. Hallelujah. So we got to keep it before us. You know, I mean, it might not, you know, it might not be this specific area, that specific area, but, it, but it'll get us in those places where those things will work in our lives is how we live. Hallelujah. It's who we are. Who Abraham was, it was accounted unto him for righteousness' sake. It's who we are, Nick, and it's it's accounted unto us the same way. God looks down and says, Nick unwaveringly stood and wouldn't back off. And it goes up as a monument into heaven and was written 
in the continuation of Hebrews 11. By faith, Nick. Hallelujah. Consider not the circumstances. Both strong in faith, giving glory to me. And it was accounted unto him. For righteousness sake, it pleases him when we walk by faith. Gives him great glory and does great things in our lives. It gets us to places we would never, ever be able to get ourselves or no man could ever get us to. But God gets us there. Man. That's good stuff right there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, I just pray over this congregation right now. Lord, I thank you. Your presence is here strong. And I'm asking you to minister to hearts in Jesus' name. Whatever they need, Father God, I'm just asking you to minister your love and your goodness to each one in a supernatural way. Thank you, Lord. God, you're so good. You're so good. Thank you for healing in bodies that need healing. Lord, you provided 2,000 years ago, and we just receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Sickness, disease, you be gone in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those bills, financial difficulty, we command a wholeness in those finances. More than enough in Jesus' name. And the wisdom to not get in that place again in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Favor for those that need favor, Lord. Favor for those that need supernatural divine favor. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. Children serving you. Children serving you. No, we won't back off on them, won't give down, won't lay down. Lord, we consider not the circumstances or what it looks like in the natural, but we'll be strong in faith, giving glory to you, what you promised you're bringing to pass. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for encouraging hearts right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Strength and bodies, praise God. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What the devil meant for destruction, no, it's turned to the side, and God's provisions is much greater. God's blessings is much greater, praise God. Thank you, Lord, we give you praise. So I thank you, Father, for heart stirred this morning, heart stirred in Jesus' name. Those, maybe somebody watching right now online, Father, just ministering your love and your direction into their lives, that they'll know what they're supposed to do. They'll know without a doubt what they're supposed to do in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, leading and guiding by your Spirit. Oh, and it'll be well with them when they do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessing, prospering them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Father, as we go our way this week, we just expect it to be a great week. A great week. We bless you and give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, have a great Labor Day. Rest of the weekend, praise God. Be safe. And just remember, wherever you go, just share the love of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Have a great week. Be blessed. We love you.
it's been a joy having you with us today. We pray you've been blessed by spending the time in God's Word. Always remember, you're valuable and precious, special and important to Him.